Hey y'all, Catherine here. Uh, welcome to Shrinkin' and Drinkin'. Before we let the session get started, I wanted to let y'all know that this is the session where I read Dee Dee's tarot cards. And uh, for some reason, our sound just went completely crazy on this particular session. And though we've tried to work on it and make it sound better, there's clicks and and weird microphone checks and all sorts of stuff. So, of course, Dee Dee thinks it's because we were reading tarot cards. I'm not quite as convinced, but I wanted to let y'all know that we apologize. I think if you have your headphones on or have a little patience, you'll be able to, to get through it just fine, and it's worth listening to. So we decided to let it run anyway. So with no further ado, here's Shrinking and Drinking. Welcome to my occupation Staring blindly down the wall Give me faith to teach my young boy A child provides a truth for all Every day is my parade Dragging me backwards towards the sun Lemonade of RCA my smile right back to me. Hey everybody, welcome to Shrinking and Drinking. How you doing, Dee? You just took a big drink there. Very good. Is it very good? Tell everybody what you're drinking. Publix, diet, green tea. Right. With just a little splash of vodka. Yeah, just really good. Is it good? It is good. I haven't had that no. No before. Yeah, you should try that. We'll call it the Dee Dee. It's pretty good, right? Yes, I'm, I'm just, you're feeling it. Very refreshing. And it has a little raspberry vibe. You need it today. No, you're not. You need it today. So, so as I threatened, I'm <laughs> going to read Dee Dee today, Dee Dee's tarot cards. And before we get started, a couple things worth knowing. I'm not a witch, number one. Number two, I believe in God. <laughs> Number three, there will be no sacrificing of anything today. This is a very relaxing, kind of calming kind of thing. And if and I haven't read in probably probably about 20 years, so I have like cheat sheets out here and all sorts of stuff. And I'm gonna walk you through like the whole process, okay? So I'm taking them out of um, a lined box. This is not my original cards. I got these later. I'd rather have my original okay, first set the scene. So set the scene. We'll put a picture on Facebook, won't we? Um, we're at my kitchen counter. I've put like a large uh, scarf kind of thing down on the table just so there's not contact to the table. Um, I have three candles out. And I chose them on purpose. Um, I have a sparkling angel, which is by far my favorite smell. Um, Yankee candle. Yankee candle. candle. All the way. It's not like it's not. Nice. And then I have a sage candle. And sage, I mean, sage is really good. It's not my favorite smell, but it's really, <laughs> it's really good for supposedly clearing energies. Like, it's like a cleaner of the air, and sometimes when people move into a new house, they light a sage candle, they even light dried sage, and just sort of wave it Swish around. It. Swish it, it's called smudging. I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too technical here. And uh, so it's a good clearing candle. The angel candle I like, because it's smelling, and I like positive, energy and this is like a I can't remember it's like called something of Bethlehem. It's it used to be my is that my phone? My phone. Okay. It used to be my favorite um, Christmas candle. But it's very light and it kind of reminds me of, of like Christmas and positive. So everything here is either cleaning or positive. Um to set the light. See, nothing scary. No. No. And 
the cards, and I have a little box that I keep the cards in because you have to protect their energies, and, and that's the same. Like a very cute box. Like, that's yeah. not normal. It's a wood-carved box that's lined on the inside. Um, and I think I got it at like a second-hand store or an antique store, so I had to sage it. <laughs> because you had to burn off the old people's energy? Yeah. And so people who have a lot of um, furniture, or like I do, from like I have a sermon, a, a minister's sermon pulpit thing in my office. I have a laundry beater from Newfoundland. I have stuff from all over the world that people give me or I like when I travel. And, and I smudge it. I do. I do. With the actual sage or yeah. just the um, If I'm feeling serious about it, I, I use the, the actual sage. I sage this house. I sage every house I'm in when I move in. And when I was going through my divorce, I would sage for after, after he and I departed company from each other. Um, you know, made me, it made me feel proactive, and sometimes that's what you need. It's not really, does it work? I don't know. Does it make you feel like you're being proactive and controlling your life? Yeah. Mental so, effects of physical. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, so I have a lot of antiques and things from other places and other people that I don't know the history of, so I have so much. And I have, we have a friend, another mom, I think she's coming to the party, but I think it's stupid. Um, whose husband bought her an opal, an antique opal ring for an anniversary present, and her life went to absolute crap after she got this from him. And she called me, and she was like, I mean, like weird stuff, like their brand new air conditioner died, she poked herself in the eye with a pencil and damaged her eye, he was getting stuck in places for random reasons, their house flooded when there wasn't any rent. It was just like on and on and on. And so I ended up, I went over and we, we I smudged her house. And yeah, but you smudged the, the house with the ring? Well, we did some things with the ring, um, but it was kind of funny because the husband's like, of course, I do something romantic <laughs> and now it's all my fault. But, so I don't think she, she has another good story. She's going to tell that. Did it work? To her. She says it did. She says it got a lot better. We put her, her ring outside for a few days and right over the sun and surrounded it by blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's a whole thing you can do. And she said it helped. So, again, is it just a psychology thing? Do you think it helped? And so it did. Or does it help? I don't know. I think things can hold on to energy and I, it's worth thinking about and just because you believe that I think doesn't mean that you don't believe in God I think there's a lot of you know, I totally I have angels on the back of my side believing that stuff but I also think that that because I believe in God I believe in the ability of energies to exist that we don't always see but we can feel um, so anyway she says it's much better it's still a running joke. So, what we do with tarot cards is the first thing you're supposed to do is I need to hand them to you. I'm going to hand them over to you. And what I need you to do, I'm handing them over to you, is I want you to think of a question you would like to ask. Now, it cannot be a question like, should I wear my green shoes or my blue shoes? Because I would do a different spread if you wanted that answer. I could do that, but it would be different. So these questions need to be, tell me about the things that are going on around this aspect of my life. Or tell me what I should be thinking about in terms of our home or my work or our relationship or our family or our children or something. Have something in your mind that you would like to know about in a general sense because what the spread that I'm going to do today is going to talk to you about the different energies surrounding the issue, what's happened in the recent past, what's happening now with you with it, and then what how things will be turning out in the next six months or so. So it needs to be kind of a topical question rather than like yes or no kind of question. Can you think of anything you want to ask? Me going into 
people? Maybe, but it doesn't have to, and I don't want you to tell me your question either, because I don't want it to influence what I say. So, it, it, but it can't be like predicting my future. Well, it can. It, it, tell me what's going to happen. What are the what are what are the issues around us? I don't know. Okay. Selling our house in the next year, or Brady's sports. I mean, it can be something like that. Okay, for sure. Got it. And I want you to have it in your head, and I want you to shuffle the cards in any way you want to. There's no right or wrong way. Huge. They are big, and you have to get used to that. And you have to be thinking about your questions oh, the whole time. I've not got my drink. You don't have your drink. And you keep shuffling them until you feel like you have sent the energy of the questions yes. into the chart. Or until you're done shuffling them, in your case. <laughs> until you're over it. <laughs> Hand them off to me. I always need to make sure we're staying Keep going until you feel like you're done and you know you see it. Okay. So what I want you to put them down. <laughs> Alright, now this is what I want you to do. I want you to take the cards and from right to left put them in three piles. However, they can be uneven, even, and go from oh, this way to this way. But can you move the cards to get the space you can? So, so just whatever way you want. No, that was wrong. Don't do that. That's a shuffle. No, you don't. Know, just go boop, boop. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, it's feeling my energy. That's exactly right. Okay. So this is it. That's the end of your participation. Yes. So, if you notice, there's a card on the table already. That is you. Of course, it's me. So, you are the queen of cups. Amen. <laughs> cheers. Drinking. Cheers to that. <laughs> so, cheers to that. Cheers to that. You are the queen. Yep. You are the queen of cups. It really is. I, no, totally. Take a drink. Oh, really? Okay. So, you're supposed to really do the queen of cups. It's supposed to be your physicalness. That's what I'm supposed to be tapping into. So this is a blonde hair, blue-eyed chick. So we're going to stretch the blonde. I was going to say, but... That's right. The problem was we really don't know what I am Well, that's okay. So perception is reality. And you're going blonde. Okay. So we're going to start. I'm going to lay the cards out, and then we're going to talk about it, okay? And you, and you still have your question in your mind. It's already interesting. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm okay. We're okay. Sorry, I have to stand up. All right. So I have a series, let me take a picture of this spread, so I'm going to show it on, I didn't go through my whole thing about how the death card doesn't mean death and stuff like that, but you didn't get a death card, so it's okay. One looks like a death card. No, there are really, there is a death card, but it doesn't mean death. Right, but yeah, change. Doesn't it look a little different? He, yeah, so, but he's not dead. Okay, um. So I'm just looking to see, like, just get a general sense of the cards. Did you ask a question about um, someone in your family? Is it related to someone in a male in your family? Yes. Okay. So. Okay. So the first card that lays on top of you is the Page of Wands. And usually uh, that is a younger male that is uh, brown, brownish hair, and I know your son, so I'm trying not to say this is Brady, but it looks like one of the things that 
is pertaining to your question is your sun. The conflicting, the overlay card, or it could be, it doesn't have to be your sun. It could also have to do with, let me check something before I say it, enterprise, so business growth. So it can either be a person or it can be an area of your life. On top of the card, the conflicting looks like a, a um, career uh, kind of card, a money, a growth. So two things come to mind for me because I don't know your question. It is either a question in your mind about Brady and his future, or it has to do with your own entrepreneurism and your future around that, or the entrepreneurism of somebody you care about. Um, so that could be Jeff, of course. The, the most recent, let me make sure I'm doing this, the foundation of the matter, part of the experience that you've had with this question is, and you see a guy with cups and he looks kind of sad, is that things have not always gone the way you wanted, especially in the area of the emotion, the commerce, or whatever thing that you're trying to see work out in this situation. You're, what sticks in your mind is that it hasn't always worked out. And so you realize that as you're asking the question. I need to see what this means before I open my mouth because I don't want to be wrong. Um, then you have over here the influence on the way out. So these are the, this is the issue that is actually on the way out. Um, and that is people haven't listened to your advice about this. And so you are concerned that that will be repeated, that wisdom will be spurred and that you're going to deal with when this card is upside down in your recent past. One of the things it's supposed to mean is you're dealing with a perpetual Peter Pan. So a person or a situation where you have tried to be uh, a good source of influence and wisdom and you haven't always, they haven't always responded or the situation hasn't responded the way you would want. And so you would feel like you're left dealing with that remnant of that situation. So let's see here. Let's make sure I'm staying on track. So everything I'm going to do. Okay, so we did one, two, three, four, and we're on five, something that could happen. So there is something that could happen in the future. This is upside down, it's a two of wands, which means that there is a potential for this situation to really have a positive outcome. There is a lot of hope and opportunity in this that the vision that is behind whatever you're asking about is a good one. But that it's upside down, you have to be very cognizant of the powers of the past of this and not replaying a, a pattern again. So though the, there's the option for it to work out, you have a history with the issue that makes you feel, and rightly so, some pessimism that it's going to work out the way it should. How many of so far? You have any idea what the hell I'm talking about? No. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So that's that's that. Okay. All right. So over here you have the Ten of Pentacles. So this would be one, two, three, four, five, six. Let me make sure I'm doing this right. The thing. Okay, so the thing that's influencing you wanting to see this work out is self-actualization. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. That all the endeavors, I mean, and this is probably not so much tarot cards. This is a really good card to have because this is how we all, we all want things to work out to the best. So when you get a 10 with a pentacle, it has to do with, what we want is for things to work out in a business sense, in a career sense, the very best way it could. I mean, that your energies toward the idea are in a good space. So though you recognize it could go to hell in a handbasket, you're still optimistic and you're trying to lead with this sort of things will work out, it's all good, it's going to be the way that I want it to be. Okay. Okay. 
Now, this is your fears about the question. Okay, you have a nine of swords. So the fear around the question is that it will not be a source of positivity. It will be a source of conflict. It will be a source of unhappiness. And that's what you're fearful of, is that it will cause strife, disharmony, um, unhappiness. And then, so here's the opinion of family and friends about this. So the this is really an interesting read for you because the opinion of family and friends on this is there is the potential for such great new beginnings with this that they're more optimistic in some ways than you are. I mean, you want things to work out, but you know there's a history here and you're afraid that it will turn out as not a source of comfort and happiness, but a source of strife and unhappiness. But everybody around you was like, come on now. I mean, this look at look at the reality. You've got this going for you, you've got that going for you. It's a great new beginning. Take advantage of the opportunity. Don't let it slip away. And then your hopes and, and the card that um, really kind of defines you. Okay. So this is the card of the psychic. Um, she has the hangman. And even though it looks, you know, hers is, um, is upside down, what this tells me, and I know you, so I'm trying not to let that influence me, that you plan on using your gut to get through it. With all this other stuff in my brain, what other people think, da 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 da, da your hope is that your gut will tell you what to do. So when this, this position is supposed to be the askers' hopes and ideals on the matter, what they're going to use, and what this tells me is that you're going to go in and at the end of the day, even though these factors are reality, this is what you hope you trust to get through it, or whatever the question may be. And even with it upside down, yeah, um, there is a concern though with it upside down that you will, you want, you don't want to give yourself a false prophecy. So you don't want to lead yourself astray. You hope your gut will guide you and that your emotionality or other factors don't cloud your judgment when using your gut. That's what that, that's what that is. And then the final outcome. So this is two swords, a lady sitting on uh, the beach and all that and under the moon and she's blinded. Um, she has a blindfold on. And basically, because this one is so important, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check the uh, the God here. I don't have to worry about it, but I'll double check the God here. There is an, I'm gonna read the interpretation straight because this is the final outcome of your question. There is a need for well-balanced emotion. There might be a stalemate in one's decisions. A temporary truce may come of family quarrels, but, through the seeker, which is you, a well-developed sense of balance and rhythm will be needed to guide the future. So what this is telling me is that there's no clear outcome coming for this at this point in time. And usually when this card, the final card, is not a yes, no, or clearly, that means everything else I've said here will influence that outcome that I can't tell you, nor would I, with 100% accuracy that um, it's clear because these variables are so still at play. Their jury's out, is the, is the final thing. But if you trust what I see here, is that you need to be aware of these things, but still trust your own gut, and that will help you break the tie, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be straightforward. And it's not going to be like, oh, no brainer. So whatever this is that you've asked about, it's kind of complicated. And there's a lot of factors in 
in play that have to be resolved for your own direction to be clear. That's what this says. How do I So now you're going to tell you what my question yeah. is. So, my question was in my, I guess every year because uh -huh. of my family's occupation, uh -huh. every year you could be moving. Uh huh. And so we have been here probably for more years than I've been to anywhere I've been. I've moved about eight times in 15 years of marriage or whatever. <clears throat> and so I guess I know that there's a move in my future and it's probably coming, but this is the first time that I have kids at a school age where it's going to be hard. You know, and it's hard, it's hard anyway, mm -hmm. but it was, it's always just been me with little kids mm -hmm. or me by myself and little kids where it's not. But now this time it will, with a middle schooler and a fourth grader, if we do move, it's just going to be a lot more complicated. And that's, I still think that's for you. I think you're a little more, because of his age and being a little bit older, I think, you know, there's some entrepreneurialism here for Jeff, but I think that this is also one of the things in your mind is how disruptive would it particularly be for him. And then this card, which is about occupations and, and you know, because he's doing his craft. I mean, if you look at the card, you tell him not lying. He's doing his craft in an effort to make money. Mm -hmm. Pentacles always mean money, power, business. Okay? So I can go back through and, and, and wands are, you know, more about, let me make sure I got that right, it, growth, enterprise, energy. So anytime you see a stick, that's the wand. Um, cups are about emotion, heartbreak, unhappiness, good things, bad things. And so you have a mix. The first thing you're supposed to look at is like how many wands do you see? How many pentacles do you see? How many cups do you see? Because that will tell you the overriding emotion behind the question. And you have two, well, two money cards, two growth and change cards, and no more than that. The sword is more this chick up there about the sword is about conflict, strife, having to fight for what you want. This is a sword. This is you have a lot of swords. So actually, there's more swords, which is really more about struggle and challenge and having to fight and having to work for what you want. Where the cups is really the least prevalent here. This is the emotion. But the one card you did get is about past heartbreak. Is about things not working and this is what is in your head as you consider this question um, and then counsel because I know your partner with your husband in these conversations and he looks to you and this is you have two very powerful counsel questions I mean counsel cards the hermit and and uh, this this other guy and this is when you have it upside down I didn't read that before did I yeah is really kind of like do you want to make sure you tell them that you need it because you know it's on me to do that and that's why also you worry i'm going to go with my gut but there's part of me that's nervous about doing that all the time what if i'm wrong and everyone's like but this is a great opportunity it's always about opportunity and moving forward and all of that and but you're like yeah but it could completely go to I mean, this is pretty good little spread for you, and there's no answer. And this, the fact that you don't know yet when it's coming, that's what that's saying. That that outcome, if you're going or not, has not been made yet. It's not clear at all. So you are not. This is a holding pattern spread. Anything? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. So it's anyway. interesting. So that's that's then these are internal cards. See, not scary. No, no, not at all. No. I think you'd be good at this. No, I won't do it. Okay. I had to say it. I I had to say it because <laughs> you got the old psychic card. Yeah. So I'm gonna like keep practicing. I might read a couple. You know, people who won't get mad at me. We'll just. Read. But you, you're, you're a God-loving, God-fearing woman. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. okay. That was very, very interesting. I'll say that. Very interesting. Okay. And it's easy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that struck by lightning. No. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. 
But I do think it's if you had more people show up, you have not people, but issues around people. It makes total sense for you. Um, so yeah, so when I so so y'all are gonna I think I need to do so I won't have you can read right you can leave and then we're gonna live podcast and let everybody's stories go on the air. Don't you think we should do that? You wanna do that? A little table in front of the fireplace and we all sit with lots of drinks and everybody just you know tell their tell their real life stories <laughs> of, of of supernatural occurrences in their life. I'm in Yeah, you gotta do it. Bring Jeff try to bring Jeff in. I'm still busy. And the kids will be here and Grace isn't gonna be doing anything. There won't be a ton of kids. There'll probably be like three. And they're going to listen to the ghost stories? No. Not unless their parents say it's okay, but I know in your case it's not okay. (laughs) And I don't really need mine in there either. Um, Grace actually has a real funny ghost story about when she thought, did I tell you when she thought she had bagpipes? My playing playing bagpipes to her at night in her bedroom? Alright, I'm going to tell this really quick. Because it's hilarious. Because this always shows that you never, you have, the scientist in me always likes to refute. My first step is like, this is something else going on. So one night going to bed, I was like, I just can't sleep in my room. This was like a song. I can't sleep in my room anymore. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? She goes, so when I go to sleep at night, um, I hear bagpipes outside of my window. Okay, that is bizarre. Who hears bagpipes outside? I'm like, Grace, I'm not dealing with this right now. You always bring stuff up right before bedtime. I think it's manipulative. Like, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. I've told you a million times, do not bring me problems at bedtime. Bring me problems at dinner and else. She's like, okay. I'm like, read a book. I totally discounted her, right? So the next day, I said, we were at breakfast. I said, did you hear the back? She goes, yeah, I did. I heard them all night. <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, we'll figure it out. You know, try not to be annoying and, you know, encourage her. And so she's like, well, can I watch TV? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go upstairs and get some laundry together. And uh, I go into her room. And I sit on her bed. And she made the point of telling me she only hears it when she lays her on her pillow. She's somewhere else in her room she doesn't hear. So I lay down on her pillow. And I'm just sitting there going, okay. Probably 10 seconds go by. I don't hear anything. And all of a sudden, I hear stuff. And I sit up, and I look around. I open her window. I try to listen if there's something outside. I look around. I couldn't figure it out. And I laid back down. And you could hear, and it didn't sound like a song. It sounded like just a note here, a note there. And it did sound like a horn or a bagpipe or something like that. And so I call Grace, and I'm like, come up here, Rick. And we're sitting, she goes, what are we doing? I said, just sit here for a minute on the bed with me. I want to talk to you. Because I didn't want to tell her why I was up there. I want to talk to you. And she, and I said, well, let me just think about what I'm going to say. And I sat there. I didn't say anything. And then I heard it. I said, Grace, is that noise? She was like, yes. And I said, okay. All right. Well, I hear it too. Let's just, all right, we're going to deal with this. And she was like, I don't want to be in here. I said, well, then wait, 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 wait. I'm going to figure this out. So I'm on the floor of her bedroom, I'm under her bed, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it. I, mean, I, I couldn't hear it all the time. And I, I, I start going to the wall of her bedroom, and I'm like, God, what if it's in the wall? I mean, what is this? And as I put my ear up to the wall, I look down, and I see that her clock radio is on, very low. And it was on the NPR station. And so what she was hearing were the lower notes of classical music. And it somehow had just gotten turned on. When she went to turn on the alarm, she had turned on her radio, but it was really low, so you only heard the lows. I'm like, Grace, get up here. He said, I'm like, your radio's on. And now every night, she turns on her radio to hear classical music go to bed. So it, and it's turned into a really good thing for her because it uses her to sleep much better than when she wasn't listening to classical music. And then it goes, I love it. I radio. See? But then we had some other stuff. No, no, no. Okay, we'll talk about the other stuff. <laughs> Let me tell me what's in them. I'll find out the real. All right, I'll show you my video. Oh god! <laughs> you mean you've never had anything happen to you that was weird? Zero. 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 Not even. Not even something that you. No. What about Jeff? Does Jeff have a story? No. Are you sure? No. We're busy family. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> 
sort. No, and you're not normal. I am normal. No, not when Grant comes back. No, no, no. I, my grandma came back and someone else's grandma came back. And it always comes, she always comes on around her birthday. I'm not even kidding. My mom had to tell my grandma to stop coming. Oh. <laughs> the woman you love, my lovely mother, she totally doesn't believe in any of this stuff, right? And then she's at, Grace was just part of my grandmother died when I was pregnant, and it was a big shock. And she was really important to me. And Grace had this little thing as a baby that played music when she moved. And the damn thing would go went off all the time. And you know, you think whatever, you know, something's wrong with it. And my mom came to visit and I told her, I'm like, this thing is going off all the time. And my mom's like, Well, take the battery out. Why are you giving it room to be something, you know, crazy? And at night I can get here Grace talking, nobody's in there. <laughs> we're just like Richard and I like, okay. She's just babbling. Anyway, we my mom took the battery out and it was like one of those circle battery things. She took out, she goes, I seen that. And she sat down and she's talking to me about blah 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 blah. The thing started playing again. And my mom, y'all were here. We weren't. It was one o'clock in the afternoon. She just got off an airplane. And my mom stood up and said, Mom, cut it out. You're freaking people out. Even though she wasn't freaking me out. And uh, you never experienced anything like that. And I was mad at my mom for like six months. So like, how dare you tell her to get it? I was fine. And she goes, well, I'm going to find like, this at your house. You know, like, that's what moms do. They come in and they're like, okay, done. But we had a couple of things with my, my grandmother before then. And then mom banished her. And she's, she was done. She never came back. And I haven't had nothing. And I miss her. You know, I don't know mom did it. It didn't bother me. See, that's the difference. Is it, if it's going to bother you, then yeah, you need to shut it down. It's going to bother you. Then you need to shut it down. It's not. But you need to shut it down. Then you don't. You're you're doing the right thing. But if you can, like, okay, I'm going with this. You know? My aunt who calls me with stuff in the middle of the night. Hey. It happens. But if you're not good with it, my mom's not good with it. You know, like they laid out. Don't give it any room. And I just, it bothers me because I don't like anything to have power over how I feel. Why would you let anything scare you? I see it as like a power thing. Like, why would you let anything have the power to bother you like that? When you're the you're the human. You're the, you're the thing. Why are you looking <laughs> Because I don't like you be feeling powerless to something or scared of something. Sometimes I just don't believe. Oh, okay. I'm not powerless. Well, I would be though. Some dark ghosts will talk you to me. Thank you very much. Well, ghosts don't come and talk to me. Oh, let's they see. don't. I don't have that. I don't know of anybody who does. Well, I don't. Well, yeah. Oh, oh gosh. My aunt. Oh, interesting. But anyway, but you see, what's funny about my aunt though is that she's like my mom in a medical way. Like she can look at people and medically diagnose them. She has um, saved her fair share of folks. It's like you need to go to the thyroid, you need to get your mammogram, you need to then right. But as she gets older, she won't do it anymore because her family has sort of made her feel like this is. Crazy. And yet she's in the Vatican today praying for 12 hours because she is so spiritual, believes in you know, God is powerful and all that other stuff. So you know, people are complicated. So, um, complicated. I'm looking at one. I'm not <laughs> I'm sweet and kind, and I gave you a lovely reading. You are sweet and kind. You did give me a lovely reading, and you have ghosts. Okay, how long? Oh, wait, my computer is shut off, so I don't even know how long we're going. So we also, moving on, this is our Halloween show. Oh, yeah, we're doing good. So do you, should, is there anything else you want to talk about? Should I play Eric's song? And then we yeah. Let's play Eric's song. Let's see if I can get Surrey to play a song. I haven't made friends with Surrey. No, I never talked to Surrey. You, you know, my Surrey's British. Oh, she's the best. Ah. Like she says, oh, turn right on 
Benden böyle bağlı. Ne yapıyor? Yine çıkıyor. Yine Siri follows me on Twitter. The lady who does the voice of Siri. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, I'll see if I can do it. Hey Siri. Play Lemonade. Welcome to my occupation Staring blindly down the wall Give me faith to teach my young boy A child provides the truth for all Every day is my parade Dragging me backwards towards the sun Lemonade of RCA Giving my smile right back to me And I get high from your opinion Or anything you say at all Give me tools to win my friends back I need some kindness, truth and all And every day Dragging me backwards towards the sun Lemonade If I see Giving my smile right back to me Survived. You did. And it was actually somewhat, I mean, applicable. 
was that completely crazy? No, that's good. So next, um, we're probably going to, next might be, um, well, I'll do my scary, uh, not my scary show, my um, party. Scary show. Party. Mm-hmm. Ghost story party here at the house. Maybe like 10 people. Mm. Not everybody's going to tell a story. Like, are they going to, like, come down because y'all are together? Who's going to come down? No. No. No, they got stuff to do, man. They don't have time for this. The problem is, is I have, like, five stories, so I have to choose. Oh, good. Like, I'm trying to decide if I should project into, because I have visual evidence of all my stuff. I don't, I'm a scientist. I don't tell a story unless I can back it up. So, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to have visual aids. <laughs> And Girl on the Train, we're going to review it. So my mom wanted me to tell you that she read the book, and it's not at all scary. The book's not scary. And I heard somebody from the the movie being interviewed, and they said, it's very close to the book. So it's probably probably just suspenseful. And my mom says it's about, like, the mistakes that we make. Oh, great. (laughs) She wanted me to tell you. Like, I need some reminding of that. (laughs) Well, but it didn't end with anyone dying in our case. So... Could be worse. That's the message of the movie. It's an uplifting movie. Could be worse. You could have ended up like this, so be grateful. Oh, your mistakes were not that big a deal. I gotta get through this Halloween. <laughs> I always thought you were the queen of Halloween. Oh. So what are you gonna dress up as at your party now that I know I have to wear a costume? Uh, we, can, we can't discuss that beforehand. Why? Because it's, it, it's part of the absolute blast. Listen, I, I, it's a no-joke thing for me, is that if I'm going to do it, it's the one night where you can let loose a little bit and have fun. And if you, I've had many people tell me, well, I'm really not the dress-up type, and I've told many people, do Don't not come. Because if you give one person, yeah, then every, then there are other people. But I will say this, my first year, people in our group kind of fought it, mm-hmm. and now they don't. Yeah, sure. Now they, they've got it. You know, a couple months ago, I'm starting to get little texts or emails or fun. Like, oh I think it, you know, because it becomes a thing mm-hmm. where it's, it, it's just part of the fun. Yeah. And it also helps that my house looks like a certain way. <laughs> We're all just a certain way. I will say this, though, that this year I have an idea, but I'm going comfy. Now, we have kids, a ton of kids at our party. So none of this, you know, you go to these Halloween places and half of it is half sexy and all that kind of stuff. That's, you know, but this year I'm going comfy. Well, you see, there's somebody I've always wanted to be for Halloween and I cannot find. I mean, every year I make the costumes, the, the horns, yes. and, the, oh, and I'm like, I'm going to throw money at the problem this year. But the person I want to be, I cannot find a costume that is not a little yeah. much. And so I'm struggling. Yeah. And like one year when I wore a shirt, I had a cut, but I put a shirt on underneath it. That's when you were Dorothy. Dorothy. And I, because it yeah. was cut and I was like, white shirt, you know, I can yeah. see. And, and your husband gave me crap for work. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, men or men. I they think shirt or the shirt. And the men are, you know, are like, come on. And we're like, that's why I'm like, uh, no. So I'm wondering if I can use the cape. See, there's a cape. I'm like, maybe I have the cape around the front, but then you can't really see. But I don't, I still don't know either. So I'm stuck. I'm well, really stuck. I year. work, this party about kills me. I think it does kill me every year. And uh, this year I'm going to be comfy because I, I do a lot. Y'all so were so cute last year, though. So then we're not going to be comfy. We're, we're not going to do a couple, couple things. Not, no. I think I got a great costume for Jeff. He's not on. The man was Richard Simmons one year, right? Now that was hysterical. 6'6 six, six, Richard Simmons. I mean, just, I died laughing. That would have been great. And this year he doesn't like my Your idea. Well, it's but, just like the tarot card said, you know, he, he looks to you for advice and then secretly you're, you're like, am I steering him the wrong way? <laughs> well, see, I don't think I'm, I see, that's the one thing though. There is no steering you the wrong way. Do as I say, we're going to do. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Well, no, because. I will say this. Okay. Then this is a whole other show and then we got to go because I even mean I don't yeah. take too long think we start working on your intuition is huge. Yeah. It's huge, and that's where my gut comes in. And I do think of something that as you get older, you know how to listen. And then it, after a while, it's been proven right so many times that you no longer question it. And that when my intuition kicks in, 
that I on nowadays on hook line single, whatever it's telling me to do, whether it's investigate or do this or do that, it's it it, it is a I act immediately. See, and that's why you got the psychic card. Because psychic is not, it's only in this sense, in a tarot code sense, it means somebody who relies on their intuition. Insight from evidence that's not available to the rest of us. Yeah. That's all that it means. And do you ever have a situation where you're into, because you say when it kicks in, I'm good. Do you ever have a situation where you wish, it, like it's not kicking in? Yeah, you wish you would. But don't laugh at me. I don't, I don't internally think that enough to think if it's kicked in or not yeah. like there's never a situation where i think gosh it's not right you know i have but i have been very the last what seven or eight years i've been very keen and, and very observant of my intuition and i have realized when it is when it's kicked in and when it is like if i think if i ever think is that my intuition talking to me or not i know it's not huh now that's interesting that it's taken me a while to get there it's taken me a while to get there but because now i know how powerful it is when it kicks in so if i've ever questioned it then that's not my intuition that's me uh -huh. wanting an answer uh -huh. so i'm thinking uh -huh. give me, you know is it, am i thinking this or that that's not my because when my intuition kicks in it's uh it's nasty power me. See, and, I, and I'm jealous. So, I'm jealous because I do think that I was an intuitive kid and an intuitive young adult, and then my academic training killed it. Oh, I did. Yeah. And there are times that, like with stuff that is unexpected, like weird things that happen, I feel like it comes back because I get a sense this is a problem, this is not a problem. Like I know that. But in my day to day kind of thing, I'm so driven by my head that I, and I miss it because your head can steer you wrong for sure and you can overthink and, and make a mess when there wasn't one and I've done that, no, that. so I, I'm jealous I wish I could but there are moments with like when I'm parenting my kid or when I'm trying to understand like what the heck's going on sometimes <laughs> that I feel like a sense of calm or a sense of urgency and I know right away am I good or am I not good with this um but day to day I wish I had. I, I miss it. Terrible. Because I had it. Yeah. And I beat it out of myself. And I think I've always had it too, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, that's really cool. And I didn't know what it was. And then when it hits, you don't know. You just don't know what it is. Right. And then once you start to figure out what it is, right. you've got to test it. Yeah. Right? So now you're testing it. And now you're really, is it this or is it that or whatever? And there's one positive to being all right. Right. Is that I, now I know what, I know what it is. I know what it's about, and I trust it. I trust it more than anything. That's amazing. Because you say to me all the time, this is what my gut's telling me for you is this, this. And I'm so in, I mean. No, but that's not my intuition. No, it's not? No. So you I don't use your intuition on me? I, no. I, my gut and my intuition are different. Oh, okay. So this might be a little bit This is interesting. Okay. But my gut is just what, I think I, think, I, think I see things, and it's probably for everybody, you always see things clearer for someone else mm. than your own self. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of stuff for you is not my ingenious. It's just, to me, it's just kind of black and white. Like, I see it a little bit more clear than you do. And I think I'm, I'm also observant to the games that people play. Because I think I'm a master game player. Now, I hate to play games I don't want to. But I think I master the game. And if you're going to compete with me playing a game, let's go you know I almost take it as a challenge and there's people in your life who play games in my opinion and I can see that or I don't think because you're in the game then you can see it so that's my that's that's your gut my intuition is um, um, all of a sudden you'll just uh, I don't know how else to put it all of a sudden you have a feeling that you need to go investigate something you or my feeling is um i don't know like one time i had a feeling that you know jeff was offered a job and i just knew we weren't doing it and something else was coming and i told him we're not going there and we're not that he's we're not going there and he goes i go i know i know that yeah they're just telling you something else is coming 
So is that intuition or gut? See, I call that my intuition. And you know what? I have, so now I, I revisit my statement. I have intuition. I have no gut. I have intuition. I know, like, I have, I have, because I will hear, I, I definitely have said to myself, I will get a feeling about something that makes no sense for the situation that I'm in, that propels me to act a certain way. Um, and sometimes it's very specific things. It can be as little as did I did I leave the back door open? And just the thought just keeps going. You left it, you know, and I come down the door. But then it's other things like um, like it happens to me when I'm really struggling that I get this message and I believe it that there's something there's something else coming. You just need to get through this right now. I yeah. promise you, there's some, and there are times that I'm struggling that I know I'm struggling, and there's not something coming. It's just struggle right now. Right. But my gut, which tells me when to dig in and when to back out, and when to, I, yeah, I don't have that. I don't like gut. I don't have a good gut. I don't have intuition. I, I, to me, it might, but I, I separate the that, two. That makes a lot of sense. So. Yeah. I like, like that. Like if Brooklyn comes home with a problem, right. My gut is, it's something else. My gut is breaking it down a little bit or yeah. seeing things different. Right. Your intuition is, right. something's telling you something. To me, it's always been, for the most part, something's wrong. Right? So my intuition always kicks in that something's wrong. My intuition is it's time to put up your walls. Something's coming. Start protecting yourself. Wow. So that's kind of where more my intuition comes or my intuition is go investigate this or you find something you need to it's time go investigate that is really so so you have deficit-based intuition (laughs) yeah you have intuition that kicks in as a protective mechanism now there have been times like i said where i've said you're not taking that job right hold on you know my gut i say my gut right there but something's telling me you know but because that is to me, my intuition is coming out of nowhere. Right. I agree. And it's coming in. Yeah. Where my gut is, yes. I've been given evidence, or I've been right. giving a problem, or yeah. I've been given a story, and now this is what my gut's telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where my intuition is coming out of nowhere. Yeah. I get it. Like, that's right. That is the correct yeah. definition. Because then, from, from that perspective, your gut is like insight. It's based on all the evidence, but I'm going to reorganize it in a way to tell you something. Right. And my gut is not academic. Right. Where your gut totally totally academic. So what's so what's your latest gut read on you want to tell the world your latest gut read on me? Do you have any gut read on me? Because I know you don't use your intuition on me. Um my gut like what's the theme of what's the theme of my life right now on your gut read? Do you have one? Um I don't mm-hmm. no. I'm like the crop, the, my, the swords lady up in the air. My gut read for you is just self-protective. Just be selfish. Oh, that's how you always do it. Okay. I'm not saying it's 2012. Nothing has strong since 2012. That's it. That's just, just keep up those, I call them my walls. But stuff just, is shifts. Things are shifting, man. I don't know where it's going, but it's shifting. That's uh, all I'm going to say. And I, I agree with that. But Be careful with your shoe, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, we'll see. So we're gonna go see Girl on the Train unless you have something to say. Uh, no. Okay, Girl on the Train, scary ghost stories at miles. <laughs> now, see, this is why I gave you that toast because in this moment, right now, I know you love me because you're doing, doing these things that I do not want to do, and I that's so sweet. And as you. Uh, trust me, I'm not going to put you in a bad situation. You're right? making me hear ghost stories, and you're taking me to see a movie that I don't see. That is bad situations. No, I don't like going to see your chick flicks all the time because I'm not really in a place where I want to be like, you like, it's yes, my mommy's Wednesday. You should be. No, okay, so chick flicks. Yes. Right, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I go to your thing. Not as soon as Jason Bourne. See, I don't get to see. I don't get to see movies. That's my problem. I don't get to see movies either. This is Disney. So we're. I'm, I refuse to see Disney movies. I cry. So we're gonna go see it maybe this weekend. Okay, everybody. That's well, that's all you got to say. Bye. bye. I'm gonna have to. My computer is shut off. So uh, say your thing, which is say bye, bye.